Hi, I'm Eddie Brochin. This week I'll be taking you on two action-packed bow hunts for white-tailed deer. And then we're going to try to call in some predators, the wily coyote and the elusive bobcat. Hello? Yeah, I said. Hey, hey, how's it going? Good, good, good. Y'all, I'm just sitting here sharpening broadheads. What are you doing? Yeah, I think we can get out. We can probably, uh, probably get a buck to come in. You ever shot one with a bow? Never shot a deer with a bow? All right, well, I think we can get you on your first one. Sure. Uh, as a matter of fact, I went out and put a, uh, a mock scrape out this afternoon and uh, got it all ready because I was hoping somebody would give me a call. Okay, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to make a mock scrape. Uh, white-tailed deer have a very distinct way of communicating with one another uh, during the pre-rut season. And this is the going on the fourth week of October, which makes it here in the Midwest our pre-rut season. We're going to make a mock scrape first by putting a scent wick on a branch and we're going to call this branch the licking branch and the reason we're going to call that a licking branch is because white-tailed bucks will make a scrape with their foot underneath these types of limbs all around the different property marking their territory and they rub their forehead glands on these licking branches and that is a form of communication and identification to other white-tailed bucks in the area so what we're going to try to do is create a scenario uh, here this evening this afternoon the day before the hunt and see if we can get some white-tailed bucks to come in visit these mock scrapes in the morning and they're going to think that there's a, a dominant buck invading their territory and it's going to make them upset and jealous thinking that some other buck is getting all the action so we're going to put somebody I'm not sure yet whether it's going to be one of my clients or one of my team members right up there in that stand tomorrow morning and we're going to see what kind of action this uh, HTS mock scrape will produce for us tomorrow morning okay let me show you how we're going to do that. We're going to soak it, soak this uh, scent wick, we place it on the licking branch, and I'm going to soak it down with HTS white-tail gland. And I've allowed it to drip onto the ground. Okay. The next product we're going to use HTS buck urine. We're going to take buck urine and just pour it down inside the scrape. As if uh, a white-tailed buck has come into the area, marked his territory, licked the licking branch there, putting his gland up on the branch and then urinating in the scrape so the other deer can identify his dominance. One more product we're going to use. That is a little bit of HTS dough and heat. Just a little bit because it's pre-rut. We don't want to use a whole lot of it. Just a few drops down inside the scrape, and that'll also help to entice him. Maybe he'll uh, think that there's a doe coming in heat somewhere here in the area, and he'll come back to check it out in the morning. A little bit. Not a whole lot. And it's still, like I said, it's still early in the season. 
That's not all, folks. We're going to take it one step further. We're also going to take a stick and mash into the ground and make a fake dope, fake deer print. Okay? By making fake deer prints, it'll really make it to look uh, like this scrape is active, like deer are actually coming to it and have already been in it and have been uh, acknowledging the buck's existence. A couple little doe prints in there. There you go. And there you have a finished product. Scrape, licking branch, with the scent wick dripping into the scrape. We'll see what happens. The following morning, Neil and I were set up on stand and ready for the hunt. Myself and the rest of the HTS Pro staff nicknamed this buck Curious George for obvious reasons. That buck this morning came right to the scrape, if you see that print right there. There's our first sign there, some good pink lung blood. Alright, Neil, get on the track job there. Okay, got some blood going in here, about 60 yards into it. There he is, Eddie. We got him, man. We got him? Alright, man. There he is. Nice buck, man. Exactly one month after Neil shot Curious George, he sat on the condo on opening day of gun season and was able to take a 147-inch mainframe seven-pointer. Some predator calls. Predator! Coyotes. Fox. Give the dog a bone. <laughs> <laughs> Gilly suit man all ready to rock. Do the do. 
Rabbit's probably 45. 41. So that's not exactly a short. Got 145 to the corner, so yeah. 145 yards to the corner. To the corner. Can there. you make that shot? Huh? I got iron sights on this gun, so. Which is uh, a uh, AR? Two, that's what I got too. 223. H bar or a light one? Car, A2. A car? Yeah, I got an H bar. I just got it. So. They're nice. They're nice weapons. Well, Greg, you remember the other night we called them in within five minutes, so we'll see what happens. Don't have much to look through, but. Folks, I didn't even know I was filming at this point. I just started calling, and everything happened so fast, uh, Larry had to make a decision. He stuck the gun out, and he pulled the trigger. That was real quick, bud. I, don't need, I didn't even get it on tape. Finish him up, Larry. All right, good job, bud. I didn't take call. I didn't get to, I didn't even get to film it. Where did he come from? Or from the fence line, I imagine. Larry. It didn't even take one minute, bro. No, it sure didn't. One minute, man. It was fast. I mean, it's, it's fast. Sorry. It's like 30 seconds fast. Well, here's the coyote. We uh, weighed him out at 45 pounds. Uh, we went out there about 300 yards up in this field back here and uh, set up a, a box blind and uh, put out our decoy about 45 yards. And uh, we got a, a wily coyote here in the middle of the afternoon. It was a great hunt. going. Uh, there's not much to hunt right now except for uh, maybe coyotes or fox or something, but uh, I can't go this week anyway. I'm uh, getting ready to head down to Mexico uh, for a whitetail hunt, maybe do some predator calling down there. Why? You want to go? Well, sure there's room for one more. Well, um, I guess I have to give you a call later and make some flight arrangements.
following morning, Neil and I were headed out for our stand to hunt whitetails when we encountered a bobcat. Well, Neil, congratulations, hey, man. Firm kill. All right, it's a great job there. Oh, thanks so uh, much. Bobcats and predators down here are a bonus and uh, a true trophy. And uh, when I saw that uh, you'd motioned for me, I thought you had your eyes on a big buck. So I, I tried yeah. to get over there as quick as I could, and it turned out to be a bobcat. It is about 300 yards away, and it was it was headed away. I was going to take a shot at it, but uh, I figured if I called you in, you might be able to call him back for me. Exactly what we did. And uh, I always carry these little uh, primos. Uh, a game calls with me and I began to call and it turned and it charged and I mean it came running in full speed and the one thing that helped us out uh, in order to get a shot on it Neil didn't want to shoot it head on because I mean that'd ruin them out you know on a, on, a, on a fine bobcat like that but when it came in about 70 yards or 80 yards from us a bunch of birds flushed and that got him to stop and turn broadside just long enough for Neil to get the shot off. I'll tell you one second we hit him right here and he's down. He's down clean Neil. kill. Congratulations a true trophy. Thanks Ed. All right. guarantee you Neil enjoyed shooting that bobcat, but the highlight of his trip was a 157-inch desert whitetail. Good job, Eddie. Good job, man. <laughs> you, you, you can put me on deer, I'll tell you that. See a nice one? Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Check it out. I dropped him, Eddie. All right, man. Look Way to go, thing. Neil. Is that a deer? I knew it was a shooter. <laughs> All right, Neil. Great buck, man. Look at the mass on that thing, Eddie. How many points does he have? Let's count him up here. Oh, got this. These brow tines are incredible. 
at 1, 2, oh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Man, we worked hard for him, didn't we? <laughs> You're not kidding. <sighs> that is a nice deer. All right, well, uh, let me tell you what. I need to put the camera down. We're going to have to call Tito on the radio. All right. All right? We got him, Tito. Good job. He's right over there. All right. Where is he? He's right over there. You guys had a little wager? 200. I don't know. 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 I Si vamos a mover aquí, ya, ya lo vi. No tenía chance de agarrar la cámara. Le dije, no, mátalo. Sí. Él se quedó ahí arriba. Ah. ¿En ese lugar? Sí, sí. Hay mérito. ¿Sí? You've been watching Outdoors with Eddie Brochin. Hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to get to the theater early next week, pick your seat, relax, and enjoy the show. We'll see you then.